it's now private schools that are going crazy with woke politics. Andrew Cuomo refuses to go away. And, because we skipped it Friday, you're canceled. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Happy Monday, and welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Okay, I missed Friday's show. That's because of the Biden uh, press conference. I decided to just take the time off. Uh, so let's go over some of the stuff we talked about on Friday, and then we have to go over some of the news, because there, there is a ton of news. Um, so wokeness is really beginning, is not already in the public school system. Now it's beginning to infiltrate into the private school system. My gosh, we'll be teaching our kids at home very soon. Grace Church School published a 12 page memo that encourages people to stop using certain terms that it considers to be outdated and replace, replace those terms with what they consider inclusive. Um, just an FYI, uh, Grace Church School is, the last I checked, a Christian school, and, which the name kind of implies, and it costs about $57,000 a year. There are actually a couple of Grace Churches in Southern California. Uh, this memo states, uh, instead of saying boys and girls, guys, ladies, and gentlemen, you should say folks, friends, readers, or mathematicians. Where they came up with mathematicians, I'm not exactly sure with guys, but okay. Instead of assuming gender-based stereotypes, which means you're a boy or a girl. If you saw me, I, I'm a boy. People should respectfully ask how to identify if familiar, and by the way, I'm quoting here, how to identify if Familiar establishing a culture of sharing, affirming pronouns in class. Huh? We're going to talk about this because there's another story that I, I, I matched up with this one that is really weird. And this is happening in our high schools and colleges. Okay. Instead of saying mom and dad, you should say grown-ups, folks, or family. So mom and dad, band. Uh, instead of saying parents, say grown-ups, folks, family, guardians. There are There's dozens of this crap. They've got, actually got listed in that 12-page memo. You can go to Dumbasses Talking Politics and, and click on the link. It's there. It's just incredible. They also say there are some words that should be completely banned altogether, that these words shouldn't be used. They're outdated is what they call them. Colorblind. No one is colorblind as it pertains to race. We see the skin tones of people and assumptions are made about how someone identifies racially. So in other words, this is the anti-racist woke politics that white people are automatically racist. And that black people are automatically suppressed. So that's why you can't say colorblind. For example, I, I'm sorry, I'm, I am colorblind. I really don't care what, what race you are. You can be any race. If you're a good guy, I'm going to hang with you. If you're a bad guy, I'm not. It's, it's that simple. Caucasian needs to stop being used. The correct term is white. Mind you, with a capital W. By the way, when I write this stuff down, if you don't go to my website, you'll notice black is lowercase b, white is lowercase w. You know why? Because they ain't that important. Uh, the correct term is white. 
white is a more accurate description of light-skinned people of European descent. Okay, well, I'm an American, so what does that make me? Anyway, diverse person student. Referencing a person of color, a person is not diverse. A group of people can be diverse. That's actually not a that's actually not a bad definition. It's pretty accurate. But a person can be diverse. A person could really not care about your color. As a matter of fact, when did it be, why is it important what your race is? Isn't it how you treat an individual? No, apparently it doesn't matter. I'm racist anyway because I'm white. And I'm white supremacist because I like math. So, And I find that's why I find color... I, I find the terminology of uh, mathematicians weird for defining someone's gender because math is considered white uh, a code for white supremacists. So, hey. Traditional family. That's gone. We actively try to undo notions of a typical or normal family structure... Each family is unique. Um, well, yeah, traditional family is defined as mother, father, and kids. Now, you can be a belong to a broken family, which has a mother, father, but the mother and father don't live together with kids. Or you can be a single parent, which is a non-traditional family. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're a mother and there's no husband to be found? And at $57,000 a year tuition, I'm pretty sure most of these uh, schools, most of these families there are traditional families. They may not be, they may not be together, but that's, again, not really traditional. It is today. But traditional family is a traditional family. It does have a definition. And finally, real parents. That's got to go. A preferred term is birth parents. <sighs> Now, mind you, this school is not going to throw you out if you use these terms or you don't follow their lingo criterion. But the reality is that you put in a lingo criterion for a bunch of kids that are K through 12 is stupid. Uh, the purpose of the policy, according to the guide, is, quote, the goal of this guide is to provide the community with more inclusive language that is aligned with the mission of Grace Church School. While we recognize hateful language that promotes racism, misogyny, homophobia, and other forms of discrimination are already addressed in our school handbooks, we also recognize that we can do more to build a hateful to ban hateful language. We can use language to create a welcoming and inclusive space. This guide addresses ways we can remove harmful assumptions from the way we interact with each other. Families are formed and structured in many ways. At Grace Church School, we use inclusive language that reflects this diversity. It's important to refrain, refrain from making assumptions about kids who live with, who cares for them, whether they sleep in the same place every night, whether they see their parents, etc. Um, here's, here's the newsflash. Um, you already have, there are rules everywhere about racism. You can't, you can't use the N-word when referring to a black kid anywhere. Um, my Catholic school, when I went to Catholic school, that was unheard of. You just never did it. And there were rules against it. You can get suspended or expelled for it. Why is it these folks need to 
actually limit more language. I mean, yeah, I know not to use the N-word at work. I know not to use the N-word. Well, I don't use it at all because I think it's an ugly lang- uh, ugly word. I, there's the S-word in span- in for referring to Hispanics, and there's the K-word referring to the Jewish folk. I don't use that language either. But we already know not to use that language. So why are we even talking about restricting language altogether? That has nothing to do with race. To create diversity. It's wokeness. Of course, this is supposed to be a Christian school. Now, I know I do give a lot of shit to Christian schools because they don't exactly believe the same thing I believe. I'm a Catholic. But it's a school. And they should be teaching just what the school's purposes are, goals. So keeping race is should already know. You should already know not to be a racist if you're going to a Christian school. One of the things they want to get rid of is Merry Christmas. Use Happy Holidays. You're a Christian school. I'm not going to sit there and say Happy Holidays and totally ignore Christmas. But that's a thing with the left. And we're going to talk about that in a few minutes because the colleges are going worse. Uh, so as far as Merry Christmas, you should say Happy Holidays. This is what the uh, what the school says about that. At Grace Church School, we work to be mindful of the language we use in order to avoid making assumptions about people as we engage in conversation that touches on religion. You're a Christian school! You would assume that if you're Muslim and you're going to church school, that maybe you're trying to get an education and religion isn't really a thing. And yes, you may have to learn a little bit about the Christian faith. That's an assumption. When I went to Catholic school, when I went to Catholic high school, we had plenty of Jews in there. And they knew that at a Catholic high school, you're going to learn about Jesus. So, good for them. So, no one, so, again, no one can get into trouble for using this type of language, but it's just, wow, woke is now coming into, I would love to go to St. Monica's where I went to high school and see what they're talking about over there. See if they're actually doing some of this stuff. You know, one can sort of expect this in the public schools, especially with our political climate today. But when this type of poison begins to leak into our private schools, that's a really bad thing. At least with our private schools, we can expect some kids to grow up normal and not be infected with this woke crap. And they can also, like, I don't know, know things like math, history, uh, English, language, how to write, how to handwrite. I mean, I said years ago when we got rid of handwriting, this was going to be a really bad thing. You should learn cursive. You should know cursive. No kid knows cursive anymore. None. They they have no idea how cursive works. I also think one of the important things is, you know, growing up and loving this country and not hating it. All this stuff is teaching our kids to hate our country. And I think that's really bad. I mean, this this anti-racism thing, and I haven't read Ibram X. Kendi's book yet. 
I really am I'm really turned off by it. I really don't want to read it, but it maybe I should to get a, a handle on what he's thinking. Because the reality is, all this anti-racist thing does is say how bad our country is. So that leads us to our second story. And this story, I'm actually going to read a lot. It's from the City Journal, which can be found at cityjournalibelieve.com. And it's talking about California, actually Department of Education, actually voting to implement a new statewide statewide ethnic studies curriculum. And the idea with this ethnic studies is the decolonization, and I put that in quotes, of American society and elevates us to the, quote elevates us, I'm saying quote here, to Aztec religious symbolism. Yeah, it's really weird. And that's one of the reasons why I need to read this article because it is so filled with leftist woke speak which by the way we'll get to that in a second but this is bad this could actually affect 10,000 public schools and up to 6 million students in California by the way we've been shut down in California for a year do you think these guys would have something more to worry about than this hey oh by the way Schools haven't been open in over a year. Don't you think they could have something a little bit more worrisome than Abraham Lincoln Elementary School in San Francisco or creating a new class for ethnic studies? Well, anyway. But anyway, uh, according to the City Journal, and I'm quoting, quote, the theoretic, In theoretical terms, the new ethnic studies curriculum is based on pedagogy, of the oppressed, quote, pedagogy of the oppressed, developed by Marxist the- theorician, which is theorist, Paulo Ferrer, who argued that students must be educated about their oppression in order to attain, quote, critical consciousness, end quote, and consequently develop the capacity to overthrow their oppressors. Following this dialectic, the model curriculum instructs teachers to help students, quote, challenge racist, bigoted, discriminatory, imperialist slash colonial beliefs, end quote, and critique, quote, white supremacy, racism, and other forms of power and oppression, end quote. This approach, in turn, enables teachers to inspire their pupils to participate in, quote, social movements that struggle for social justice, end quote, and, quote, build new possibilities for a post-racist, post-systemic racist society, end quote. Notice the whole ideology was created by a Marxist, which, by the way, if you've ever read, um, if you've ever decided to read Karl Marx's The Communist Manifesto, he talks about this throughout his, his pamphlet. It's not very long. It's like 30 pages. That's all he talks about. You know what would be nice? If schools decided to teach the evils of Marxism, socialism, and communism, all used social justice as launching boards, but all ended in poverty, suffering, and death. Again, read the Gulag Archipelago. Sholzitskin, who wrote it, actually talks about this, that it was all meant to be justice, and it ended up just screwing everything up. The city 
uh, journal continues. Now, mind you, um, some of these names are really out there, but I have to read this stuff because it gets really bizarre. Okay, R. Toltika Kautitin, the original co-chair of the Ethnic Studies Model Curriculum, developed much of his material regarding early American history. In his book, quote, Rethinking Ethnic Studies, which is cited throughout the curriculum, Kalkatin argues that the United States was founded on, quote, Eurocentric, white supremacist, racist, anti-black, anti-indigenous, capitalist or classist, patriarchal or sexist and misogynistic, heteropatriarchal, homophobic, and anthro, anthropocentric paradigm brought from Europe, end quote. The document claims that whites began, quote, grabbing the land, end quote, quote, hatching hierarchies, end quote, and, quote, developing for Europe whiteness, end quote, slash whiteness, end quote, which created excess wealth that, quote, became the basis for the capitalist economy, end quote. Whites established a, he, a quote, hegemony, end quote. This is really challenging my English, by the way, my reading, that continues to the present day in which minorities are subjected to, quote, socialization, domestication, and zombification, end quote. If these communists want to see zombification, they should go to China or North Korea or Venezuela or Cuba. These are the countries that turn their citizens into slaves. They turn them into zombies. And if a citizen in these states doesn't become a zombie, they throw them in jail or they kill them. That's happening right now in Venezuela. Another thing no one is talking much about, the communist countries really aren't that racially sensitive. This is something that a lot of folks, the Soviet Union used to throw Ukrainians, blacks, and Jews into the gulags. Why? Because they were from the Ukraine, they were black, and they were Jews. Heck, they threw anyone who knew anyone, they threw anyone who knew anyone mentioned in these from these races into gulags. The soldier, uh, Sholzitskin, was a gunner during World War II with the Soviet Union. He knew and talked to a Ukrainian, and that's why he got thrown into a gulag. So I don't want to hear anything about the Soviet Union being racially sensitive. They're not. The Chinese have put Buddhists and Uyghurs into concentration camps. They're doing that now. They reject the Hong Kong race. They reject the Taiwanese race. And now with Burma, we're seeing, a, which, by the way, is a Chinese occupation. The Burma, if you don't know, Burma actually had a coup after a democratically elected election where most citizens voted for the democratic, uh, uh, the right-wing democratic nomination plus all of the Congress over there ended up being democratic and the coup by the military saying the elections were corrupt that coup was orchestrated by the Chinese and now we're beginning to see that 
And by the way, they're shooting everybody in Burma. It's going absolutely crazy. Maybe we need to talk about that because it's not getting a lot of attention. Cuba used to put homosexuals and blacks into work camps. Che Guevara, you know, that guy they wear on the t-shirts, the red t-shirt with the guy with the beret. He was a known bigot and racist. And we already know what Hitler did. I know they call him a fascist, but he was a socialist first. And he ended up being the same thing that Stalin ended up being, that Mao ended up being, that Xi currently is, that Maduro currently is, that Castro was. He was the same bloody thing. I don't want to hear about about empathy from the communists and the Marxists. They're not empathetic. It's a goal, a means to a goal. That's all it is. The Sydney Journal continues. The religious narrative is even more disturbing. Calcadon developed a related, men, quote, mandala, end quote, claiming that white Christians committed, theos, quote, theocide, end quote, against indigenous tribes. That's a load of shit, by the way. We'll get to that. Killing their gods and replacing them with Christianity. No, that's not true either. White settlers thus established a regime of, quote, coloniality, dehumanization, and genocide, end quote, characterized by, quote, the explicit erasure and replacement of holistic indigeny and humanity, end quote. The solution, according to Calcutin, and the ethnic studies curriculum is to, quote, name, speak to, resist, and transform the hegemonic Eurocentric neo-colonial condition, end quote, in a posture of trans, quote, transformational resistance, end quote. The ultimate goal is to, quote, decolonize, end quote, American society and establish a new regime of, quote, counter-genocide, end quote, and, quote, counter-hegemony, end quote, which will displace white Caucasian culture and lead to the, rege- quote, regeneration of indigenous epistemic and culture of futurity, end quote. Okay, if you understood any of that, good for you. Most of this was made up. There are no, there's no such thing as theocide. All right? Counter-genocide. What is that even? Counter-hegemony. What is any... The language this guy uses is just to make him sound really smart. This is why I like to read the articles, because I can't make this stuff up. I, I'm, a, I'm an English major. I'm studying more English. I read every day. All the words that were used here are just crap. And it's made to make this guy sound like the saint on top of the hill, which they're not. Half these words just made up, but they sound really scholarly, scholarly and they make him sound legitimate. Well, they're not legitimate. It's crap. It's just a lot. It's, it's, it's a word. It's word vomit is what it is. And people make this crap up all the time. One of the reasons I can't be someone like this is because I just can't make words up like that. Another issue is going to ha- uh, be, another issue there's going to have to be is the rewriting of American history for any of this crap to have, have this ring true. History is going to have to be rewritten. To show there was genocide against the Indians. Guess what? There wasn't. Most of the Indians were killed through disease. The next killer was war. That's not genocide. 
Disease is not genocidal. War is not considered genocidal. It's war. The Spanish, the Puritans, the other religious groups like the pilgrims took a dim view of doing anything with the Indians. They did want to convert them to Christianity, but they did not want to treat it as slaves or anything like that. Heck, they even traded it with them. Most of the conflicts didn't have anything to do with the color of one's skin back then. It had to do with land rights. We're going to get to that in a second. Oh, we're going to get to that now. I'm sorry. The Indians sold Manhattan to the Europeans. This is an example. Ten years later, the Indians wanted the land back because they thought they the lease, uh, the land was not sold to the Europeans, but it was actually leased to them. This is that concept of Indian givers. Okay. And by the way, the land was not bought by a few shiny baubles. The land was bought with money, currency, with uh, resources, including guns and horses. The land was bought pretty much the, the pretty much with currency, something that actually was worth something. The, the, I know everyone tells you, hey, they bought all of Manhattan for four goats and shiny beets. That's not what happened. The problem is that the Indians at the time did not have a real understanding of land ownership or land value or the selling of land. They didn't understand this stuff. And they basically started a war over it. And, of course, the United States, and by the way, a lot of those wars, you see them on the Westerns, it's not incorrect. A lot of these Indians had guns, and they had guns because we gave it to them. Finally, this is something I was expecting and has been happening kind of quietly for, for a while. Now it's kind of out in the open. It's the demonization of religion. That will be the next part, specifically the Judeo-Christian religion. Don't forget the Judeo-Christian religion is the basis for the philosophy behind the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. So you really need to demonize this religion in order to basically destroy the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. Now, we've been seeing a lot of um, hate crimes go against the uh, uh, the Jews, the Christians. We don't see a lot of hate crimes going against the, and now the Aztecs, uh, we don't see a lot of hate crimes going against the Muslims. Hey, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. It's going to happen. Don't forget, hey, we got to demonize the philosophy, then we'll go after everybody. And that will happen. Don't think the Muslims are safe here. Eventually, the non-secular pagans of the left will go after anybody who celebrates a religion. So when I see a Muslim, I don't think he's a terrorist. I'm thinking, God, you, you need to come on board with me as a Christian. And same with the Jews. We all need to get together because this is going to come after everybody eventually. The article continues. This religious concept is fleshed out of the model curriculum official, uh, out of the model curriculum's official, quote, ethnic studies community chant, end quote. This is good. You'll love this. The curriculum recommends that teachers lead students in a series of indigenous songs, chants, and affirmations, including in lach ech affirmation, end quote, <coughs> which appeals directly to the Aztec gods. 
Students first clap and chant to the god, I don't, Tezcapaloka, I don't know, whom the Aztecs traditionally worshipped with human sacrifice and cannibalism, asking him for the power to be, quote, warriors, end quote, for, quote, social justice, end quote. Next, the students chant to the gods, Quetzalcoatl, Zipotec, I, I don't know, seeking, quote, healing epistemologies, again, big words, end quote, and, quote, a revolutionary spirit, end quote. Hudsilpochatliti, in particular, is the Aztec deity of war and inspired hundreds of thousands of human sacrifices during Aztec rule. If you can't tell, the City Journal is against this. So, I will mention this. Finally, the chant comes to a climax with the request for, quote, liberation, transformation, and decolonization, end quote. Bullshit. That's not what happened. That's not what the chant, because the Aztecs didn't believe in any of that crap. So that is just made up. After which students shout, Panache Bay, Panache Bay, in pursuit of ultimate, quote, critical consciousness, end quote. We're going to talk about the Aztecs. So let's not get crazy. This is not what the Aztec religion means. The chants have a clear impl implication. The displacement of the Christian God, which is said to be the extension of white supremacist oppression, yep, and the restoration of the indigenous gods to their rightful place in the social justice cosmology. It is, in a philosophical sense, a revenge of the gods. So that's what it comes down to, is to replace the, Christi the Christian God, the Judeo-Christian God. And by the way, the Judeo-Christian God and the Muslim God, Allah, are not that far apart. They're actually considered the same God. It's just the philosophies are different. Okay? And, and yes, Christianity, Jewish, Judeo-Christianity... Muslim religion, they have their skeletons. But these chants of a civilization, of this civilization, the Aztec civilization murdered millions. In a four-day stretch, the Aztecs killed, through sacrifice, 800,000 indig indigenous people, most slaves from conquered tribes. The Aztecs, contrary to what this guy is saying, the Aztecs did not just defeat the span were defeated by the spanish they were actually the spanish were actually joined by several indian tribes in the region because the aztecs would systemic systemically raid other villages they then would enslave rape and murder the inhabitants and destroy the village the aztecs were a bad civilization and other tribes in the area in mexico because the Aztecs were in Mexico City at the time. Other tribes wanted that civilization ended. That is reality. But you've got to change American history. And you've got to make the Europeans into the bad guy. And that's what this ethnic studies wants to do. Well, I am out of time, but I'm going to keep going a little bit. Um, Andrew Cuomo now has, over the weekend, now seven women are actually accusing him of sexual harassment. Uh, and this apparently is going to be a deal. And 
one of the, and I don't think it's going to go anywhere, but one of the cases, the sixth case, I believe it is, is actually being investigated by the Albany PD. Um, this weekend, uh, Jerry Nadler, AOC, Senators Chuck Schumer and Kristen Gillibrand, they all said he needs to go away. He won't. He said he won't again. Joe Biden finally decided to comment on this, and um, he basically wouldn't tell, say, that Andrew Cuomo should go, go away because Biden is, let's face it, he's a pussy, and, by, and Cuomo was half the reason he got elected, so he's not going to poop where he eats, but now it's looking really bad for Andrew Cuomo. Here's what's going to end up happening. I believe within two weeks, Cuomo's going to have to resign, especially since now there are enough votes to get him impeached, and impeachment looks like it's a foregone conclusion. So do not be surprised right now if Andrew Cuomo decides to just quit. Now, I don't talk a lot about this because he's the governor of New York, uh, so I really don't care. And I think he's a jerk-off anyway. And personally, I think the real tragedy is that he killed 15,000 old people by sending COVID patients back into retirement homes and then lying about it when they found out, oh, geez, there were like seven, 8,000 extra that he killed and he lied about it and covered it up and there are multiple people that say he covered it up. I think that's what we should be impeaching him for. But for some reason, Democrats are more worried about... Um, they're more worried about sexual harassment than whatever. Don't be surprised. This week, I, there'll be 10 people that accuse him. And now the Democrats are saying, if anyone else felt uncomfortable, blah, 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 give us a call so we can find out what's... Yeah, he's done. And I wish he'd just go away. So, finally, we got to end this. I didn't do it on... I didn't do it on Friday. So, we need to do it today because... Already we've got more cancellations. So who was canceled last week? All right, here we go. Winston Marshall, the lead guitarist for Mumford & Sons, was kicked off the band because he tweeted that he liked Andy Noe's book on Antifa called Unmasked. By the way, I read the book. It was a very good book. He apologized, which is a mistake. Why do these people constantly apologize? He tweeted that he read the book and he liked it. So basically, Winston Marshall got canceled because he liked a book winston marshall you are canceled. unilever this is the company that owns brands like dove soap and sun silk said in a study that they found the word normal makes most people feel excluded i don't know who these most people are a spokesman said it would remove all uh references to normal in its more than 200 products the word normal you are disney plus has made it that our kids under eight under the age of seven cannot see classic movie movies like dumbo the aristocats and peter pan for a plethora of reasons i personally thought all these movies sucked but, you know, hey, it should be up to the parents to actually make that decision. Right, Disney? So, Dumbo, Aristocats, and Peter Pan, you guys are... Canceled! 
Speaking of, Speedy Gonzalez, the mouse from the Warner Brothers cartoons, and one of the favorites of most Hispanics, including my fiancé, who was really pissed they got rid of him, has been canceled because it is a stereotype of Hispanics. Uh, by the way, my fiancé, not kidding, she's pissed. Speedy Gonzalez, you have been canceled. Finally, the lovesick Pepe Le Pew, also from Warner Brothers, will not appear in the second Space Jam movie because the left, the woke, believe that the cartoon skunk promotes sexism and rape culture. By the way, I guess they forget he's specio-trans, so... I guess they don't have a victim group for that. Because you, if you remember anything about Pepe Le Pew, he used to go after a cat. And he's a skunk. But anyway, Pepe Le Pew, you are canceled. I wasn't even going to do the cancel thing. Because it's a Friday thing that I want to do. But there have already been two cancellations today. So I, I know that unless I want to do an entire podcast on what's being canceled, I might as well just... Get it over with. Okay. You can uh, follow me on Parlor. I haven't checked to see if it's up yet uh, at uh, Dumbasses Talking Politics. And you can follow me on Rumble at Dumbasses Talking Politics. You can download or listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, uh, par- um, uh, Rumble, and YouTube. You can visit my website at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. And yes, we've got a ton of news coming up. That was just from last week. I hope you enjoyed it. This is Gene. You've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. <laughs>